Hey, Seth. Hey, Austin. Welcome to the Spaces Board podcast this week. There's my timer. Going. Perfect timing. <laughs> Perfect timing. I love it. That's, uh, that's the timer to pick what up my pizza. Timing. So welcome to this week's Spaces Board podcast. Um, Seth Bukowski, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? All right, good. Austin Barnard, welcome for the first time on the Spaces Board Podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm pretty good. I'm I'm excited to be here. Totally, man. Welcome to the team. We're going to be covering a lot of Starship uh, going forward, uh, including right now. Um, can you show us your view where you are? Uh, I don't think there's any way I can swap the camera <laughs> okay. to, to the back. So I'll just right that now. Worked. Currently, I out side the SpaceX uh, South Texas launch site and the complex. So I'm just here it's waiting a rocket. to see if they drop the engines and maybe they might do an engine swap. That's so cool. So let, let's talk real quick, um, um, Seth and Austin, about the status of, of, of Starship, uh, specifically SN9 right now, because we've had an eventful week in terms of what's happening with uh, SpaceX developing their their Mars rocket. Um, so quick, Seth, if you can do a recap, I know you wrote some stories for us about yes. what happened So we've been waiting for kind of like them, them getting their testing campaign done with this to get ready for their next uh, 12 and a half kilometer flight, which is actually now a 10 kilometer flight um, instead of 10, a 12 and a half, like okay. the SN8. We had uh, cryoproofing last week. Uh, we had a static fire uh, of all three engines, we believe, that then ended up not looking to be okay. Uh, because they instantly went back into looking to do more static fires. So we ended up having a few more attempts. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday, right? it was Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just decided to go. They, I guess they decided to go just, all right, we're going to do three static fires in one day, which they've never done this week. And they all looked good. They all looked similar to the the one that happened earlier in the week. Um, much shorter and doing a little more venting activity that we didn't see before. But uh, mm-hmm. then ended up now that we thought everything was good, and now ended up uh, we need to swap out two Raptors. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess uh, I guess they might have... Yeah? Sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I was surprised that the, they need to swap out the two Raptors because, I don't know, the, the static fires from my end, they seem perfectly fine. Nothing seemed off the... The, the little with the engine does the oh, quick shit, like little sound effect where there's like little I don't know mm-hmm. I can't really def- but uh um that sound just can't yeah I wonder if uh, this uh Monday these coming this uh, week's club road closures are gonna be for the static fire instead of a flight and maybe the following week will be for flight but uh yeah I, my my guess would probably be in the next week I think we might see stuff because they have temporary flight restrictions. Um, up they they posted another one actually right after the static fires for Saturday, and then uh, Elon tweeted out yesterday that they needed um they had two Raptors damaged, so that kind of negates anything any chance of a flight this weekend because um, they have to swap out those two Raptors, do testing, and then uh, possibly on a static fire as well. I think we're we're expecting another static fire next week. Yeah. before they do another flight attempt. So we were hoping this was going to happen right away and they're going to get this going, but it looked like, uh, you know, look, looks like they've, they've, they found some hiccups, but nothing to be I, um, I they have enough Raptors. I a hundred percent have it rolled out, roll out being there uh, is possible because I'll be in um, South Mississippi, 12 hours away. 
uh, for the green run test at Santa Space Center. And then I'm just going to stay and visit family for a week or two. So like if it's in the next couple of weeks, it'll be very tempting. Uh, cause it's, you know, it's like 20 hours from here in Orlando, but it's only 12 from, from Biloxi where, uh, my family is. So I'm not ruling it out yet, but <laughs> either way, we've got Austin out there doing some, I mean, he's, is there anyone who doesn't know Austin? I mean, he's amazing. He, he's from the area and he's got a really amazing grasp on the, the vision of Starship, what it's all about, what it means for his community. Um, and I love hearing you talk about Starship and, and what, it, what, it, what it's like for you, you know, in your hometown. So kind of give us that perspective. What's it like, you know, seeing this in your backyard? Um, it's just growing up in Brownsville, you, uh, mostly individuals, they kind of like grow up, they go to school and they kind of like pick a, I guess like a field in college and they, they just go off to the universities and then just never come back. And sure. I guess like there's never really been any hope or any like sort of aspirations down here in the Rio Grande Valley. And like, I don't know, but now in the last two years, you, you could just feel like there's this change in like in the atmosphere and I guess in the people's perspective. I'm thinking about 10 years ago, let alone five people would never uh, would be talking about like Mars colonization or just the idea of like uh, renewable energy or uh, like it's just, it's very uh, hard, uh, I guess for a, Trying to think of the, I guess the the, the word to say. Though I guess forward thinking ideas take a lot longer to reach down here, and I mm-hmm. guess the technology takes even longer for it for it to yep. follow. So we're like we're usually like the last ones to gain anything down here, and I guess with SpaceX being uh, here now, a test of facilities also being built, and um, uh, I don't know, it's just it's just crazy to see like how far like our city has grown it like it's gone from like basically like almost like no i wouldn't say nothing because bronzo was like bronzo's always been bronzo but like it just really like it's kind of just been stagnant for a long time and mm-hmm. but now it just feels like in the last two years it's boom it's starting to like pick up again like i guess like this is new like breath of life has been taken into the city i don't know i uh i just feel like now there's there's people who have a sense of hope and dreams and it's 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 just it it, it. yeah i i know with 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 me and seth like we we never would have been in in brownsville (laughs) if if not for starship and like that put it on the map for us i didn't even yet know it existed to be honest until like starship started building down there and i'm like oh like that's an interesting spot to put it. it makes sense but and then so, it became like because it's so far away from from uh, Cape Canaveral and where you know Kennedy is and everything. It's 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 so hard to get to. But once you get to it, you don't want to leave and you want to keep coming back because <laughs> because of like how open and how mm-hmm. public like everything with, with SpaceX is there. You just drive up to it. Uh, I mean, you have to pass what SpaceX is doing to get to the beach right there. <laughs> it's so yeah. Beautiful. It's crazy because even here they have like, I mean, a, a lot of the SpaceX stuff is done on Kennedy Space Center side or on Cape Canaveral Air Force or Space Force Station now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had that one public area uh, on uh, Sitco Road that is it's still operating, but like it's such a place you don't want to like sit there for a while because you just sure. feel they put up like no stopping signs. And it's very like 
don't be, don't come here area. But down there, it's just like you could park right across the street from the entrance and just mm-hmm. sit there. The, the security guards just chilling right there and it's Tesla, just not even caring. Like mm-hmm. that, like all the media is like right across the street. <laughs> that yeah, is, I was, and- sorry, that does fascinate me because I remember how MK2. Like just how fast they they shut down like everyone from like taking photos up there. They kind of like remember how they 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 flatten out this road to I guess they could take it to the Cape, and I guess photographers wanted to like I guess like camp out there and take photos, but security told everyone kind of like oh, yeah. shoo off. And I don't know like I I wonder if it's kind of like is to I wonder if SpaceX was more secure for that area, maybe for the I guess to show the Cape Canaveral to be like hey um we're uh. We have like we're we're more uh, I guess for our relations' sake, and I guess to be able to yeah. get more contract with Starship and all of that to be like hey, but I feel like once they realized hey uh, or not realized but I feel once they felt like they were committed to Boca I guess in not launching but in the production sense they're just they they're like oh well it doesn't really matter it, really the outside just like Elon said the outside is doesn't really like you can't you can copy the the build the building like how to build starship but you really can't like all the technical stuff's on the inside so um, yep sure. you have a bunch of starship on the road and it doesn't really hurt anyone yep. yeah and they're going to be like opening that up more because they're going to they're going to have a uh uh they have a restaurant there with the mark one flaps like their uh their tiki bar i think we call it and then that uh the bar up on top of the high bay that i think elon's Elon mentioned that he wants to bring like public people people up there, and I'm like, I'm so excited! Like, I want to go so bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, we were talking earlier uh, in the month about um, as Seth, you know, moves around where he wants to live next, and uh, I think Austin. I think if if you ever wanted to convince Seth to move to Bronzeville, he's he's always wide open. <laughs> he just needs convincing. It really after the last trip it was like it won't be hard to move to like South Padre Isle or. Or uh, uh, the other uh, the place across the bridge, that little city over there. I, mean, I wouldn't. I would. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we it's, had a blast. Like it's just, it's just crazy to see. Like, like I really don't know about South Padre Island because South Padre Island's always kind of been like a, a growing little community because it just has summer, spring break, and it's just it's just yeah. a tourist destination just in general. But from my perspective, as growing up Bronzels and going to the school system, and I don't know, like now we're getting all these restaurants. We've never had an Olive Garden. Now we have an Olive Garden, and just many people, it's just like, oh, she's an Olive Garden. But to us, we're like, holy crap, it's an Olive Garden. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love, I love the enthusiasm of Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't got, I haven't got one of those in like so long. There's one just down the street for me. <laughs> like, it's that's just, great. We've never like, it's just I don't know restaurants businesses were getting like the mall is kind of like dying and now it's just a bunch of businesses like stores have just opened up in the mall and like even mm-hmm. through the pandemic it feels like bronze is still growing because just basically it's just arriving in our backyard and now like yeah let alone the employees being here but all the individuals that want to move down here to either pursue uh, a, a career in spacex or i guess just document it as well and like oh look rockets and to, I guess try to be as close to the close to the ride as they can. Yeah, um, I mean, after after DM two, when uh, uh, Bob Bankin and uh, Doug Hurley went, when you know, were on ISS, then it was like the messaging was clear that for SpaceX, Starship was was you know the focus of the company. 
Um, everything else was kind of operational at that point. It was, it was in motion. Um, and it was like, let's accelerate Starship. And at that point, like prior to that, you know, I, I paid a little bit of attention. Um, you know, and I'd seen, uh, the, the hops live streamed and everything. Um, but it, I'm, I'm so glad we got to come for SNA because that gave me an idea of like the context of like what the area is like, what it's like to just travel around mm-hmm. there, how, how open it all is. And then actually seeing it in mm-hmm. person is like, you know, it, it was the highlight of the year. <laughs> it was amazing. Yes, hundred percent. Brazos just, it feels, it's still like, it's very, uh, sorry, that's just a dumb truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah Brazos is just a very open area for a lot of people that don't, uh, don't realize yet realize this is Boca Chica is not its own individual city. It's just a part of Brazos. It's, it's just the name right. of the beach itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's all kind of just one part of one big, like, I guess, nature preserve that's just attached to the city. And, well, it's kind of like, everything's just wide open. And I remember, most most people don't really come out here to Boca Chica. And it's, like, I remember, the last time I've been out here was when I was a freshman, when my dad had come fishing. And that's most, most people that come out here is just to come fish. And it's, it's just really gnarly to just see... And it's still like uh, when I walk around it, like just how fast it's all changing. I remember when all this was just a couple of sand dunes and just piles of dirt with water <laughs> everywhere. And now there's a, two launch pads, test pads, orbital the uh, orbital launch pad over there, landing pad, star hopper, and even some vehicle that's gonna fly ten kilometers. It's I don't know. It it feels it's still it's unreal how fast and just how fast it's progressing and i don't know yeah it's it's, it's, it's awesome to be alive yeah i think we're gonna i think we're gonna be out there a lot this year uh and it's, so and it's, I, <laughs> between like that i want to go to virginia for a rocket lab launch but it's also like i just want to like just save all my money and just keep going down to like boca chica uh boca chica for like two months at a time yeah and we, have, we have a lot more exploring of, of like brownsville proper to do because we've seen you know all that you can see on south project island and um you know, uh, and then we've explored all you can explore at Boca Chica, you know, in the beach right there. And we, we've done mm-hmm. some, we've done some like travel through Brownsville. Um, you know, like we made a trip to the Best Buy over there <laughs> and that gave us a good, you know, an idea. Um, but, but with every trip, I think we're going to have more time to explore. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, it's super exciting. Um, and, and I mean, I can't, I can't wait for the first thing that there's super heavy on deck. Like, Seeing, yeah, seeing like Starship just from the hotel room uh on south budget isle and like how big it is from there because you're only like five miles away i think right from from the hotels that are most people stay at and i'm like it's super it's gonna be like two times bigger than that like two and more times bigger than that like it's crazy (laughs) yeah yeah so that's 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 really exciting and um i I hope you get to see some engine swaps today because that's that's Awesome. And it's so cool documenting. Like one thing that's really cool about you, Austin, is that because it, it's, it's right there in your hometown. Um, you know, I, when I went for the first time, it was like, I, I, I had contact for what I was looking at based on, you know, things that you shared before. Um, mm-hmm. but because you're out there all the time, then you know what, like what's different this week than last week or like today versus, you know, two days ago. Um, and that's, that's super valuable to, to have in terms of insight. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Like, uh, I was going to say something, but it just, it's my son. Yep. Um, yeah. and so b- before you get SN9, uh, uh, flying, flying maybe, maybe next week or so, um, 
Um, this weekend, we've got Space One System and uh, uh, the core stage greenlight yeah. test where they're going to fire um, the engine in place for eight minutes and collect data on it to make sure it's it's safe to to use for the actual Space Launch System rocket. And um, I, I wasn't planning on going because like you, the process is that you apply to go as media, then you get access to go out there to the Space Center. Um, otherwise, it's a big you know, wooded area and you, you can't just walk out there or anything. Um, but, uh, uh, decided I got family there. So I'm going to take a, a trip there for a week and, um, and just experience it this weekend. And, and Seth, what, what are you, looking, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts this weekend on, uh, on, on, uh, on the green run test? On the green run test? Yeah. So this weekend, it's going to be the, so this the only time that we're going to have SLS, um, launch, like for, it's going to be thinking it's going to be launching for, for about eight minutes. Um, hold down, uh, those, uh, the core stage, ignite all four, and, I'm really looking forward. Like, I, I wish someone has really good audio out there because that thing's gonna yeah. sound crazy. Because like for normal launches, they launch and they go up and they they go away. So it's only like thirty or forty seconds or so of like the noise that you hear. But this is gonna be full eight minutes of full thrust. Uh, you know, for uh, for this rocket, it's it's four space shuttle engines, our twenty fives are called now. And the only thing they're missing is going to be the solid rocket boosters. And I can't awesome. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I looked, so they, they did a, the space centers, the space center did a, a tweet that was um, to, to, to one residence within a 60 mile radius to expect higher really? than normal decibel levels. And so I, I went on, on Google maps and did like the, the measurement to see how far east was 60 miles. And it totally covers um, within the last 10 miles of that, I guess 50 miles away would be where my family lives and everything. So I've been telling them, you know, around, around 4 PM on, uh, on Saturday, listen out. Well, you might not <laughs> listen out. Just if you hear a big rumble, this is what it's going to be. That's cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and so I've been looking forward to, and then, and then the next step from that is to have, uh, the core stage shipped to Kennedy space center and have, you know, the final assembly, have it attached to the mobile, uh, launch pad and then go out to the launch pad where uh, hopefully by November or as soon as November, this thing launches, it sends the Orion spacecraft uh, to the moon, does a lunar orbit and comes back. And it's the the last step before we fly astronauts around the moon and then fly astronauts to the moon uh, in this decade. So um, um, super um, exciting things there. Exciting thing and there. And we were talking to Austin yesterday about, yesterday about getting him out to uh, the Cape this year. This year. And, and some some launches that we could do because uh, you know he's 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 seeing he's seeing Starship and everything. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to have him come out and, and see you know a SpaceX, uh, even a Falcon Nine launch like with astronauts would be would be kind of special. I think. Uh. Um. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I know how that service just, is out there. Just, <laughs> I was just called on to go. Uh, the tour <laughs> that was cool, really cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, wait, wait, hold up. First, like, yeah, can yeah. You, uh, what, was, what was the question that you asked before? I'm sorry, I was interrupted. I'm sorry that happened. No, I totally, totally understand. Yeah, you're out, you're out there, right, right, right where everything's happening. So, I totally get it. And, and the service is also really spotty out there. So, that's fun. Um, but no, we, we, uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, so, so, so we've, we've been to a, to a starship, you know, uh, test flight and, uh, 
you know, in terms of you coming to the Cape this year, what what's something that you'd want to see happen, see launch, uh, you know, in in, this, in the next year out here? I guess one thing I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing fly, and actually do plan making a job for it is um, uh, Falcon Heavy. And sure. we had spoken mm-hmm. yesterday about demo two, or not, crew, not yeah. demo two, crew two. My bad. Crew two, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for both. It really depends. Crew two is a, a coin flip. It really depends on timing, but for sure, Falcon Heavy. Uh, uh, this coming Falcon Heavy launch is supposed to happen in the spring, early summer. I, yeah. I'll be I'll be free for that. So, I uh, that one is something I'm really really. I want to be able to feel six it's six sonic booms, right? On reentry. Yep. Yeah. They have like it's like three sonic booms per per booster, and it's absolutely amazing. Like there's, there's one to come out to and watch. It's that one. Like I've seen all three so far, and they're they're still like one of my favorite launches. And I've seen zero, so I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> they're so they're so awesome. You both love them so much. They're probably one of the the greatest launches to see from out here, other than probably a Delta Four Heavy. But yeah, yeah those two are close. Yeah, by, by the way, Seth, we didn't talk about uh, Elon's tweet about a uh, Starship uh, landing strategy. It's been a couple. Oh, weeks. the new oh, uh, the booster uh, itself, the new booster landing strategy. Yeah, so it's oh, that's because SpaceX is crazy and they just want to just do crazy stuff. Uh, they were talking. Uh, Elon talked about possibly like, he calls it undesigning the landing legs on the super heavy booster, which is the first stage of Starship. So Starship refers to both not just the second stage Starship like vehicle. Mm-hmm. It also refers to Starship as a whole, the first stage super heavy booster, as well as the upper stage, the uh, second stage. So they're thinking about, they call it undesigning something to where they make it not use. They don't use it anymore and they make the rocket simpler and more efficient. So the whole goal of Starship is to be rapidly launching vehicles. So one of the issues with that is that if it lands on a landing pad, you have to get a crane, lift it up, transport it over to the launch mount, put it back on the launch mount, secure it back down. But what Elon wants to do is get rid of the uh, the landing legs and then uh, just have it land using its grid fins uh, with being catched by the launch mount, the launch crane, launch tower of some sort. <laughs> And it sounds like absolutely crazy, but it sounds like something SpaceX would do and, and could do um, on future missions that make it more efficient and more rapidly launched. All right. I think at this point, we're going to let Austin go because he's got to run. How's that sound, Matt? Yeah. I do. I do. I'm sorry. No worries. No worries, man. Thanks for coming on. Seth, Zach, think, honestly, it's an honor to uh, be able to be on. I honestly can't wait until next week. Uh, yep, yep. I will try. I'm going to definitely. Well, I'm um, hopefully they roll out the Raptors. They swap them out, and I will get some awesome footage for you guys. Sweet, dude. But I guys, we'll see you later. May you guys have a wonderful day. Sounds great. Have a great day, man. Bye. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, so that's amazing. I hope that we get to see that. I mean, that, that conceptually is uh, <laughs> it's really cool if it happens. Yeah, um, be super cool. Yeah. And by the way, how cool is Austin? He's so he's awesome. I love him. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm so excited to have him on the team. It's awesome. Yeah, we got to, we got to meet with him after uh, SN8 uh, and and speak for a little while and really get to know him. And man, he's he's a he's a really good person. So um, I'm excited to be, to be working with Austin. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, w- one of the first launches this year. So, um, yep. 
Blue Origin launched their suborbital rocket called New Shepard on its 14th mission, NS-14, and that's for New Shepard. And uh, it, it had a crew member by the name of Mannequin Skywalker. And <laughs> I agree. I, I approve of the name. Very much. I endorse. That's awesome. And, uh, and Mannequin Skywalker went up to uh, pass the Carmen line that defines space and uh, had its Did it make it up to 100 kilometers? Or not, sorry, to the... 100 miles, I think it is, or whatever the Carmen line is. What I heard on the live stream was they said well beyond the Carmen line. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> or is it, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's Virgin Galactic. I can't remember which one's the, the company that doesn't make it to actually pass the Carmen line. Yeah, they say well beyond the Carmen line on their live stream. So, um, but Mannequin Skywalker was intended to test out, uh, I think they did, you know, uh, the, the latest version of the interior and they're getting close to flying people for the first time. So these won't be like paying customers yet, but the idea is you'll be able to do test flights with, with humans. And, um, and that's really exciting in the history and the of Blue booster, Origin. They flew on today will be that first booster that will fly, um, crewed flights, mm-hmm. uh, which is exciting to hear. They've the, the booster they flew before at NS 13, I believe uh-huh. that was their seventh successful flight of that booster, which is actually, Insane. Like, that's about where the leading boosters are for SpaceX as well. Now, SpaceX goes to orbit, and so they the speeds and the stretch is much more greater. Sure. But being on a refly a booster seven times with something that's still considered new mm-hmm. is, is actually a really good milestone for them. It and launches boost, and then it lands on you know on a specific location. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, and it lands. They have landing, they have landing legs. They have a, a little more unique way of uh, controlling the, uh, the the descent. On that mm-hmm. booster, which is kind of cool to see. Um, not everything's the same as, uh, uh SpaceX. Um, but yeah, that booster will handle the old booster will handle cargo and this booster, which is this first flight will handle crude launches, which we're hoping to see possibly the first crude launch this year. Yeah, I mean, that's will. what we would hope to see. We just know, know where that's going to happen. But with how, I mean, this is our 14th test flight. We haven't seen any issues with them, you know, at least publicly. Yeah. So it, it, we're kind of at the point where, like, how many more tests do you need to do to get? Yeah, and and they're not like just test flights in terms of their, their you know, their, their missions in so far as the last one was testing a LIDAR system for NASA. Yeah. Uh, that could be used on the moon. So, so they, they're, they're multifunctional, but, but certainly, you know, that's the goal. I mean, they advertise that New Shepard is being you know, designed to send uh, people to experience space and have this 360 degree view. Of seeing yeah, and they tested yeah. that for the first time. This, mm-hmm, uh, this mm-hmm. mission, they ended up they started spinning the uh, the booster while it flew for like yep. you know, a little bit, uh, so very slowly. So when it detached, you can see the camera in there just kind of started rotating. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That yeah. that this is probably the rocket. If I had to choose one to fly on, it would probably be this one. <laughs> like for okay. I mean, one is suborbital. You're not going to space. A little more safe. Less yeah. risky. Yeah, less risky. More, more traditional and less risky. Like 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 Virgin uh, Galactic is like in a space plane, which is kind of conceptually different. Um, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's like and they use like they use a hybrid engine, which is way more complex. Like just me knowing all the systems of it, it's like it's just like I look at that and I'm like, ah, liquid engines with like a solid rocket abort motor. Like this is normal stuff. I like this way better. <laughs> but I mean, if given the opportunity, I would fly space on a, on a, on a crew dragon and, and have oh, you know, a, a weeks long stay in space versus you know. The twelve minute flight of, but compared to like I think I'm sure like a couple hundred thousand dollars to a couple million dollars, so <laughs> just a few million dollars. I think it's like fifty million dollars or so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so that was neat. I mean, in watching those, those launches, they're, they're new enough that I think next time I definitely want to do a live stream over it because, um, Blue Origins commentary, they, they talk about a whole lot of things. Um, you know, the future of the business. Um, they talk about, you know, other niches that, that they take that are, that are not specific to just the mission that they're on. Um, but I think if you're coming in blank, you know, you, you don't have a lot of background in this stuff and you just want to watch the yeah. launch and have a good understanding of it. Uh, I think there, there could be, um, I think, I think next time for like NS15, we'll do a live stream with commentary over, you know, in place of theirs because there's a lot of context to it. Um, there's a lot of context they don't add into it. I, I was watching it, I was rewatching it today and it's kind of yeah. like, there is more of like, they, cause they don't do many updates of the company, Blue Origin. Right. This is right. like, I think they use this as a time to give an update of what's going on with the company. Like they showed off their, their, uh, their factory in, uh, Marshall Space Center up in, uh, uh, oh gosh, Decatur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huntsville area, yeah. Huntsville. There we go. I was like, is it, which, which like popular space city is it? Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. No, yeah, north, up in, up in Alabama. And they showed off that, which was cool to see. They, they have a mock up of their lander, um, there. Um, yeah. and they, they, yeah, they gave some updates on, uh, kind of like their human landing system progress, which is it's kind of cool to see, but it's also like they yeah they don't they don't add a lot of context to like what is this thing, uh, what is this rocket launching pretty much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can go and like browse our website and get a whole lot more information on what you learned from yeah. a single live stream. I think, and you know, the it, part of it is that they did one launch last year, mostly due to COVID. They did they've done one so far this year. Hopefully, we get a, you know a few more at least. Hopefully, um, but they're they, they are an interesting company, and and they are you know, pursuing reusability, which, you know, we're, we're all fans of, um, and any progress in terms of space flight is very, very cool. So, uh, I think for NS15, we'll plan some live streams. Speaking of live streams, we're going to, uh, attempt to bring live coverage tomorrow on Saturday of the, uh, core stage green run test at Santa Space Center. Um, we have a couple of locations picked out that will give, uh, different perspectives. And we're also going to try to do, um, by doing two live streams, you want to take advantage of, of an opportunity that we have, which is um, this week we have a new colleague, uh, Astrid, and she wrote the first and uh, Spanish article, which is a uh, a roundup of the top stories in the space from Space Explorer, but written in Spanish so that we can have more than just the English speaking audience engage and yeah. you know in, in our in our view of, of space as it develops. And, um, and Astrid is super passionate and a talented photographer. And for this weekend, we're going to be going to, you know, my neck of the woods back home in Mississippi. And, uh, I think she's going to, she's going to try to do a Spanish, uh, live stream so that we can have commentary both in English and Spanish on two different live streams. So it reminds me a lot of what Aaron Group does where they have an English, uh, uh, French, and. Oh, uh, yeah. They have like six different. <laughs> yeah. They have like, like it, it throws back also because I'm, I used to, I'm big, I was big in the esports and they had like, they have sure. like 20 different live streams going of different languages yeah. and it's crazy. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm quite a part of that. I mean, when, when Space Explorer was this division, I really wanted to tackle, um, do, do this differently and with diversity from the start and have representation that can be hard to find, um, otherwise. So, um, I, I'm really proud of, of her contributions and, uh, what we've got planned. So yeah, the, super exciting. Yeah, the, the the Green Run uh, Hot Fire test is going to be. Is, I think they've got a two hour window starting at four p.m. Central, so five yes. Eastern time, and then yes. live stream begins at four twenty p.m. Eastern time. We'll let's, let's do NASA. I think we'll have some coverage. It'll be three. Uh, it'll be three twenty. I think three twenty uh, Central, 
and we'll yeah. have we'll have live coverage throughout the day. Um, so just keep an eye on spaceexplored.com and especially on YouTube, youtube.com slash spaceexplored. Um, and with that, I think we're going to call it a week. Next week, we'll be able to talk about uh, what happened with the hot fire test, um, more on what, what it means, more on what happens with SN9 Starship and how it develops in South Texas. And um, and then also there's there's a SpaceX uh, Starlink launch coming up. I think currently it's scheduled for Monday, um, and so that's that's the next launch on my radar aside from from you know what's happening in Texas and Mississippi. So uh, anything else for me this week, Seth? No, that's all. That's all the big news this week, and I'm looking forward to talking again next week. All right, all right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is the Space Explore podcast for this week. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, or on YouTube. We really appreciate it. And we will be back next week with a new episode. Bye.